With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Thank <laughs> you. 
Not by power, not by spirit, said the Lord, yes. Tonight we're studying the first. Uh, we're still in the book of First John, and I'm excited about tonight. I don't know about anybody else, but man, God just—it's it, just awesome. So I'm glad we're here once again to uh, learn what God has for us tonight. And I'm going to ask Prophet Bob, uh, would you mind opening us up in prayer? To be a great honor. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I could have made a mistake tonight. I could have failed you in some way. See if there's any wicked wicked ways in me tonight, Father. I come boldly to your throne room, asking you with my eyes closed, is there anything that I've done wrong? I ask that you would forgive me. Wash me and cleanse me in your precious blood. And now I have been made whole and complete. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight's the night. We're going to learn. We're going to be teachable tonight. We're going to have an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit's about to say to us tonight. And Father, there might be just one on the prayer call tonight that might not be saved. Or they're hanging on a string. They don't know what to do. They're in dismay. They're troubled in their spirit. They're troubled in their mind. And they don't know what to do. But I know a God that I've been serving a very long time. There isn't anything too hard for our God. God can do anything but fail tonight. So, Father, this was a different prayer tonight. But I felt it in my spirit to pray this way. Deliver and set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us all forget the past. Put the past behind us. And look forward to the present. And look forward to our future. Deliver and set free by the power of the Holy Spirit tonight. It's a great honor to be here. Pastor Maureen Chen Daly, the servant of this ministry. I praise God that the Lord spoke to her to start this ministry. Nothing like it, Father. We were tested, all of us, last night on that powerful message. I hope we all had an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit said. Father, we honor you tonight. And we move by your Spirit tonight, not by our flesh. We love you. We worship and adore you. And we look forward to your return for your people. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. Wow. Amen. 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 Oh. Praise, praise God. Thank you, Prophet Bob. Praise oh. God for that. I've been blessed with that one. Amen. God. Amen. Again, this is Sister Lashana. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study and Accessory Prayer. And I'm just happy to have everyone out tonight. So I'm going to open up the line real quick for your testimonies and your praise reports. Well, let me start it off. I'm telling the people of God. I've been telling people. People don't want to listen. When a prophet speaks. Yes. But I'm telling you, I walk in the favor of God every minute of the day. I always look forward when I go out because I say, come on, favor, follow me. And I put God to the test. He is faithful as promised. I went into Dunkin' Donuts today and I met a millionaire. And I speak it every day that I come in contact with a multimillionaire on a daily basis that will bless me. And so 
I've seen this guy before. He has his own construction business. Been praying for his business to prosper, and it is really prospering. But I went to the register with him. He bought me a, a, a donut. He bought me a green tea. He said, what do you want? I'm buying. I could have bought the whole place, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to do that. And uh, after that, I had another brother that walked in maybe about 15 minutes later. Now, mind you, I didn't have to pay a dime. He comes up to me and he says, I must be late. Somebody bought it for you. And he said, yeah, God's favor. All right. And awesome. He said, he said, what else do you want? I said, well, Gina needs a coffee. Give me a large coffee, two creams, two Splendas. He went up to the register and got his stuff, come over, and he got me a coffee for Gina. I want to thank God for his favor. Everywhere I go, that favor of God follows me. People come up to me and give me a hug. They're so happy to see me when I come in Dunkin' Donuts. So I want to thank God for his favor tonight. He gets all the glory, honor, and praise. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. That is an awesome. I mean, like, okay, I just have to say, this is an awesome, awesome story. You know, people fighting over to pay for your food. Oh, praise God. Amen. But that little that story right there shows you how God can have the overflow. He can he have people line it up. You know, we have to truly start believing that he is the owner of cattle on a thousand hills. Amen. We have to we we have to start believing that God owns the earth. That's the first thing. I think for me, I had to get to the point where God owns this earth. Hmm. It was man was stupid. It was Adam's but that's why he has Jesus. You know, okay, y'all know I'm special. So y'all know I already go back in the genealogy in my head. But what I'm learning is God is who he said he is. And everything he says, it can happen because he is the creator. He is the He is the everlasting father. We just trust in him and lean in towards him. He will be, oh, he will do everything you hope. You're, he not only will provide for your needs, he'll provide for your wants, and he'll even provide for your desires. Amen. That's the reason why David says, uh, um, the Lord is my shepherd and shall not want. Amen. So, Amen. I mean, thank you, Prophet Bob, for that testimony. Oh my God! Thank it didn't. Get, so it didn't cost me a dime. I have a gift card left for a dollar eighty-eight in my pocket, and I was going to get Gina a coffee and forget about me. And I, it did not cost me a dime, Minister Shauna. Not a dime. It didn't reach in my wallet to do anything. Didn't use the gift card. Nothing. They paid for everything. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. I'm going to open up the line for some more testimonies and some praise reports. Amen. Amen, everyone. Amen. Amen. Amen, I got a quick testimony. Um, what I do I, I'm, on the side, I train boxers um, out my garage. Uh, don't cost them a dollar or anything. And it's just like uh, I just to help keep the kids off the streets and stuff. But I had these two boxers that I had for a while, and I didn't want to take them to the next level. 
you know, but it's, um, I've been doing all that I can do um, as far as, like, getting all the different equipment and stuff like that. So um, I've just been praying on it all the time, and um, God been bringing, like, a lot of more kids, like younger kids, to the garage every day at 4 o'clock. So we have at least about eight, nine kids out there training every day. But this guy came up to me the other day, and um, he said that his son wants to come train with us, and he always ride by, and he always see us out here, and we're doing a good job. So he asked me, um, did I need any help? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was just talking to God about that. Like, I need some help. And he had me the next day, which was the day before yesterday, he had me come to this um, restaurant. And he had, like, all these different people there. He's a, um, he actually in a biker game, uh, whatever, um, and they were looking for uh, something to sponsor and stuff like that. So I went down and sat with the people, and we talked for about a good 30, 45 minutes. And um, I left there feeling good, and I just got the call from the guy, and they're going to pay for everything. We're going to get new equipment, um, all the gear that we need to go fight next month. They're going to purchase it. They're actually going to start sponsoring us. Um, have a fundraiser for us next month on the 21st. Ow. So I just give God all the glory for that because we've been working hard. And um, I've been praying on it, praying on it, because the older two that I have, they're 15 and 16, and they've been working hard with me for a year and a half, and it's like it's time for them to get to that next level. And God, and as we prayed, and it's the right time, God just opened up the door. So I just give God all the praise and honor for that because I really, really appreciate it. Not just for me, but for the kids. So we're very excited. So God be and- glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When you have your fundraiser, let us know so we can help out. Amen. All Amen. right. Thank you. And please teach them what, please, look, I love boxing. I, I almost, like, when you said boxing, my ears perked up. Please teach them to give a good left hook. I don't have, I have not seen a good fighter with a good left hook. <laughs> Tell him if he's just got a power level hook, he can knock out. Cause nobody, uh, uh-uh, I'm sorry, I just y'all know I'm I'm gonna come back in my two seconds. I keep telling folks if they could just figure out what May Mayweather has no fighting pattern whatsoever. He's a defensive fighter. If you can get some kids into some di- with their own style with a defensive fighter. They won't lose a game because that's what Mayweather does. I figured out he has no style. I've been watching his takes for a minute. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm back now. This is the guitar. That's what happened to me when I talk about boxing too, so I'll share you, but we love you. God be the glory. God be the glory. I'm serious, y'all. I love some boxing. Trust me. I, You know, Mayweather got me. That's all I can say. He got me with them $100 fights because um, – I just said, I, I, he gets me. But, see, I've watched under all the fights. If I'm going to pay $100 for a fight, I'm going to watch them all. Blessings last time, a friend of mine sent it on my phone. I didn't have to pay anything. So that was a praise God moment. So, you know, Prophet Tona, let us know when there's a fundraiser so we can help you out. Amen. 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 I'm sorry. Amen. I got to talk Amen. about boxing. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna open up the line right now for your testimonies and your praise report. Okay, I know that one. Mine comes oh, okay. in a song. My okay. praise report is whiter than snow. Yes, whiter than snow. 
Now wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Thank you. Amen. Awesome. Amen. Amen. I felt that amen. You know, God's love is so, you know, we turn back the clock and we look back. God is so awesome and that we just thank him for his redemption power and his forgiveness because it's for his son that died on the cross for each and every one of us tonight. That's when we have this love and this undying love for him because we know that he has a love for us. Oh, man, that is awesome. I'm going to open up for one more. Do we got one more testimony in the house tonight? Amen. 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 So tonight we're in First John. We're going to be still. We're still in the chapter fourth, chapter seven through the twenty-first verse. Uh, we're talking about the love of God, and let us pray. Father God, right now, wash me in Your Son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of You, I do want to say, repent, and I receive Your forgiveness in no other name but Your Son's name of Jesus. You're my Our Father, my El Shaddai, my Elohim, and I give You praise tonight. Father God, mm, I set myself aside, Father God. Fill me, use me as your vessel, Father God. Fill me up with the Holy Spirit so your word shall come forth, Father God. Father God, let everybody have an ear to hear and let it be taught as, they, as you give us the teaching tonight, Father God. We are like sitting at your feet right now, Father God. And Father God, let it permeate through our hearts, our souls, our minds, and let the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, Hide it in our hearts, oh God. God, I just thank you for your presence tonight. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your son, Jesus. Father God, we bind up right now every single distraction that's come against this lesson tonight. Any negativity, any spirits, anything that's going to try to to hinder this lesson, Father God, in our homes, we come against it right now and cast it out in the name of Jesus. And God, we just thank you. We thank you for forgiveness. So right now, as we go forward, if we have anything in our hearts, oh God, Forgive us, O oh Lord, because we want your forgiveness, Father God. And, God, I just got to thank you. We have this lesson for your will, your way, and your glory. And I pray this prayer in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You know, I'm excited tonight. I don't know. I mean, I'm just excited. So, as you can hear, I'm, like, perked up. So, we in for a treat tonight. Oh, man. Just to give us a small recap, right now we're on, um, we're finishing up about God, how to respond, uh, responding to God's love. But see, you know the best thing about God's love is that in this, in the first, in the book of First John, he he is teaching us how to just live a rightful, righteous, uh, I would say yeah, righteous life, how to have a discerning life, how to have a, lo- and we're right now he's working on us. To show us how to love a loving life. You know, the world produces so much. We can hear, you know, we hear the word. I always go back to hearing what the word world says, love and light and all this stuff, and they said they have love. But it's not, a diff, it's not the love of the eternal love of Jesus Christ. It's not the love of the Father because love can be, in, in world terms, what they consider love may not be love at all. But this is God, God wants us. Now that's my um. Amen, my amen. Just in case, y'all, if you got, uh, please put your mute, your phone on mute, star six to mute. We don't want, uh, amen, amen. So tonight we're working, we're right on responding on God's love. 
we just got to know that God just loves us, and he doesn't want anything to come, you know, he don't want anything to come to hinder us. He actually has thought for good of us and then of evil, that we're not puns in this mysterious, you know, if you listen to some people, they'll think that um, we're some, we're in a, uh, I used to love watching, let me start back, I used to love watching Men in Black. And Men in Black, at the end of all the Men in Black movies, they have it like this earth either becomes a marble and it's a weird game that, uh, it's a little weird game of what these aliens are playing games and the earth is just one big marble. And right now, it's kind of funny when you think about it because sometimes we also think that we're, we're either... We'll say easily, we also will, we'll pawn somebody's game or we'll call it the game of life. If you lived in the 80s, you had this thing we call it the game of life, and it had the little dial in the middle, and you had a car, and then when you flip the cards, you get to a certain point, they say add two, add two in your cart, you just had a kid, and you think, oh, this is awesome, and it takes you around to retirement, and then you put the, it's just, you know, it's called the game of life. Well, God is telling us life is real, and he wants us to be optimistic about life. And the things that we go through each and every time is for us to be overcomers. And so to be an overcomer is to, like, to us, it's just not going from glory to glory. You know, we go to say in church terms, glory to glory. But being an overcomer is is like, it's like understanding what God has for us understanding every trial and tribulation has set us up for victory. Amen. And so I'm going to open up the line right now. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation? I'm going to open up the line right now. Can anybody can attest to what, is mean to over, what, what does it mean to overcome? What is your definition of being an overcomer? It did pass where it, uh, I have absolutely indifferent to whether it happens or not, to not be bothered by anything about it. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Anybody else? What is What is your definition of being an overcomer? So Praise, the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, overcomer, let's see. I have to break that down because you have over, you have come. And I'm looking at that word come, and, and it means that you have come to the realization that the things that you used to do, you no longer want to do anymore because you acknowledge God as your personal Lord and Savior. So then you have over, and you want to overcome that because you give into his will and not your will, realizing that his strength is made perfect in your weakness. So then you repent and you ask God to, you know, to keep you from whatever it may be. And you say, okay, Lord, I know you're going to do this thing. Your strength is made perfect in my weakness. So I've overcome A, B, C, and D through the power of my testimony that we that we are to give. And you just no longer have the desire to do those things of the flesh anymore. 
So you overcome that because when it and we'll be faced with it again, but you no longer have to yield to temptation or yield to the flesh. You give more to the spirit. So overcoming to me means that you have reached that next level in God. Oh my Lord, I think I just blessed myself. Yeah. Amen. Ah, Amen. Well, Amen. Well, I'm going to pet back out. All right. Amen. I'm going to go. See, that's what overcoming can have so many definitions in our lives. But I can break it down to one one purpose. Overcoming or the purpose of overcoming is to get over. And it's to not only get over or to get from or to get away with, meaning we have overcame situations, meaning that, we have found victory, or we have found peace. Overcoming just not only winning a ball game, or uh, you know, my favorite boxing match it does not mean you win twelve rounds. Now, even though that is overcoming going twelve rounds with a techni- with a TKO or a technical TKO or lasting the fight, that's what I love about boxing. Because boxing, you got to have a certain endurance. Yep. To you got to have a certain endurance, and during that certain endurance and during those twelve rounds, depending on what uh, what uh, state you in and how many rounds you go and what type of boxing you learn to fight with your weight you learn how to fight with your not only you i mean think about it most people who see it is like two men with gloves and a ring hmm and some people might say two lives a day two two hours three hours or four hours of your life is over but that's not so to me when i see boxing i see two men fighting with their weight to overcome, to overtake or overcome the other person. Uh-huh. And the way you use it, you have defense and offense. And in boxing, that's being protecting yourself, knowing how to protect yourself at the same time and giving a jab or a left hook. And that when you can hit, and in technical fighting, kick punches to, the, to your opponent. So when you do that, you're the most punches, because sometimes both of you are still standing at the end of the day. It goes from the most punches that were landed and the accuracy in which they were landed. Yeah, sometimes you don't knock dude out. He out on the floor cold because he, he out cold. Or sometimes you've knocked, the, you've knocked the wind out of a person so much, they're on the ground, and you've overcame, that enemy, overcame your opponent. Put that in, to put that in God's terms or put that into our lives today, there are moments where we're going to give a love hook or a right jab while we're covering our face. There are moments where we're shielding our body to protect our vital, our, our families, which is our vital organs, or protecting the way, or sometimes we're outrunning the enemy because we know we have that endearment. So we're going to take him around the curb. You know, you're going to take him around everywhere because you know that your God has a safety, and you're going straight to safety. You ain't playing, go, you ain't passing go, you ain't collecting two hours, $2, you out. But that's how life is. And to overcome, to me, the best definitions you have achieved or you're achieving what God wants you to have. Amen. That doesn't mean, that means peace. You overcome when you out that first, if you're going through depression and you've been so pressed down, but you had one day of joy, that means you overcame that day. That means you got enough strength. God has given you enough strength so you can have the next day and the next day and the next day. Overcome is addiction. When you decided not to put, you decided to put that drink down for good, and you haven't looked back. That's overcoming. That means coming straight out. We are no longer, no longer slaves to sin. Period. That's by being an overcomer. So 
telling this back in the first judge. It's basically saying God is just wanting us to have this life that we have this life, a righteous life, that we're no longer slaves to sin, that we have he is discerning and giving us the truth. See, when you're going back to the boxing analogy, the truth is you learn that your body has enough weight in your body that you can almost disable your opponent because you can know how to push out your whole you can take your whole arm, especially in my uh in my A fighting. You can take the power from your legs, and if you know how to do it, you can insert every inch of your body weight straight into your opponent. We can do that every day to life. We can do that to the enemy, that we realize that we have the truth that God has given us. He has given us instructions. I call the Bible. He's given us instructions that we can live by his truth. We can. He will give us a new insight to perceiving what is God's love and what is not, and that we have that with us. And then, most importantly, he gives us love. Because no matter how many things he gives us, he wants us to have a loving life. He does not want us to live in violence. See, um, chapters, the going to the lesson here, fourth chapter, 7 through the 21st verse, loving others as God loves us. That is a struggle within itself. Uh, we because we come not only with people with many personalities, but we come in people with many different, uh, many struggles. I always say sometimes when I watch a person and watch say this person they don't like this person, that person don't like that person. I sit there and I watch back sometimes I'm like oh y'all issues are just fighting each other. Y'all ain't, y'all don't really like don't like each other. It's your issues that fighting each other, and they look at you like what do you mean? Are you sitting there going like? You have this issue, they have that issue. Y'all issues of fighting and playing tug of war with each other, and y'all got to learn how to overcome. You have to understand that even in a loving life, God has already made a sacrifice with his son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So you have to kind of understand in loving others as yourself, you have to learn how to not, not compromise per se, but you have to learn to seek and understand God's position on that person. You can make assumptions. We can make assumptions about people all day long. But God doesn't call. If you notice, he said he reigns on the just and unjust. That means your neighbor, that's the reason why he tells you love your neighbor as thyself. Because this is his child just like you are his child. You know, I always say, people say, touch my, not my anointed. So many times I say, hold up, back the phone. Um, now this is coming from the gospel of Shana, so don't so I don't want to ruffle in the feathers, but everybody's anointed. We all when we accepted Christ when we accepted Christ as our Savior and the Holy Spirit, um Holy Spirit, we're all anointed. God has gifts for us. He has oh man, he has so much for us. So we sometimes take verses just like touch my anointed. I told somebody I'm like, but I'm anointed too, so don't touch me either. Let's let's call it even. But we have to understand that God's position and how He sees us. He sees problems. He sees when He sees two people who can't, who's two people. He doesn't look at it as an. He doesn't look like, oh, this is another fight, or look at it as problems. He looks at it as an opportunity that the Christ that we will grow in Christ. We have to, he looks at an opportunity that um, the Holy Spirit, our spirits are going to learn how to bear witness to the Holy Spirit. He, every time we go through a trial and tribulations, gives us an opportunity 
uh, he looks as this is an opportunity my child can lean closer to me. I, he also looks as another opportunity he can that now my child is not going to be destroyed by lack of knowledge, but she's but he or she and I'm gonna say she for me is now going to use my word like I've at, like I've been instructing her and she's now officially listening. See, that's what we have to look at the prodigal son. If we go into the prodigal son and we all talk about him, but he saw, the father saw this opportunity that his son is coming home, and it wasn't a time to scold him or anything like this. It was an opportunity, and he chose to have the opportunity to have him fully restored so he can come home and that he can take, he can, oh, that he can have another, have another shot of relationship uh, with his son. You know, we sometimes, and I admit, I'm, sometimes we all, we sometimes look at ourselves being at the other son like, well, we've been here doing this and doing that, and where can we see our opportunity? But don't know that opportunity is right there in front of us as well. So tonight, as we learn how to love as God wants us to love, it's a totally different way of how the world does it. Now, I ain't saying God didn't say be gullible. Now, he said use your five senses, always like that. But he also wants us to know how to overcome. You know, we overcome by learning how to lean on him. You know, if you turn back and if you think back, I know each and every one of us can describe a time where you felt that you were trapped by the world and you know how you kind of, and I must feel this part, you know how you felt. You felt powerless. You felt like your world, that your situations had more power to to them than you did. And then I'm going to go, and I'm going to go, um, and you hear people saying, oh, my God is bigger than my problems, and you're sitting there going like, yeah, but I got 50 cents. True story. I got 50 cents in my bank account, okay, and I got a bill that's $200 coming through tomorrow. All right, how are you going to do this? I can tell you, true story, me and my best friend in college, we used to go to the same bank. And I was sitting there crying because I only had $10 in my account. And the lady who know we were best friends, she said, honey, but your friend over there only got 50 cents in hers. I was sitting there like, what? She said, girl, I paid all. See, we were sitting there. And, of course, you know, I'm like, you didn't tell me you needed some money. She said, well, God. We were sitting there laughing. She said, you know God's going to make a way. I said, I know that too, but you know I got $10. You know, if I got $10, you got $10. And, of course, we put the $10 in my tank, and that got us to, uh, that got us to work all week because my car burned less gas than her car. And those are the moments. You can look at those times. Those are the moments. I probably, we were both probably sick um, putting our coins together, literally, meaning we had we – had, we literally had five dollars of of quarters, nickels and dimes for gas money. But those are the moments where now as we get older we learn how we laugh about how God showed us how that we had to lean on him and that Bible study was real real and we would sit there during those times we would sit there even sing and talk about have a little talk with Jesus and but those are the times where we grew closer to him. So when the bigger things happened, we saw, oh, when he brought me through with five out, with 50 cents in my bank account, you can't tell me what God can't do. Um, you have to understand. I'm going to just pose this a question. Have you ever seen the power of God work in your life to help you overcome the world? 
that's your homework this week, is to look at the point where God can that find those moments how how the power of God works in your life to help you overcome the world. See, what we have to understand that um, that the power that we need comes from all high. And it's not, you know, it's not trying to put something in, but God has already given us. He didn't give us, he always told us that he didn't give us the spirit of fear. But he gave us love, power, and a sound mind. And if you look at it, that's what he's teaching us in First John. We've already talked about soundness which is a clean life, and learning how to obey, obey and be, and that Jesus is an advocate, and how to have a discernment about his gospel is not, his, not one, his gospel is not, uh, his gospel, the gospel, the true gospel is stable and produces stability in our lives. And then we go into the power. We understand that Jesus Christ died on the cross, and his power, the power that he had was, he had, he left his power up. He left his power on the throne, and became man, and did not sin, not, and became a sacrifice for us to have the power over death. And that means that means so much. That means he has the power over sickness. He has the keys to life. That's why I, you know when people start saying I'm dead to sin, I'm like, yeah, but he's got the keys to life. But these are gospel. This is my thing. And so I focus on the life part. I said, you know what? My God has life. That's what healing in Jesus' wings, that's life. My God has glory. Glory reigneth down is life. Rain produces life. Everything God, if you look at the, all the agricultural terms that he used, he uses the things that produces life. And then I'm like, okay, that is awesome because he gave me love. He gave me power. And that power produces a life, an abundant life. And now we enter love. And in love, we learn how about being he, that Jesus was sacrifice. He was sacrificial, that he went. He became the sacrificial lamb, so we can stop getting lambs and doing burnt offerings. I mean, that only lasted for a short time. We learned that his love for us and the sacrificial love of God. He provided his own sacrifice, which is his son, so that we would never have to sacrifice again. And isn't that good news? See, he did these things so that we understand what he's about. And that because he did this, all we have to do is love others as God loved us. Oh, man. You know, if you read John 5th chapter, 4th verse, and, I'm, you know, we'll get into that later. We'll start getting in that a little bit later. Um change over here see if i go into back and so and going back to where we was about god's love and going into the next chapter if you go into uh if you have your bibles and you can pull them out because i haven't really uh, given bible i've been talking because i got excited y'all um if you get your bibles out in your first john fourth chapter 20 verse if someone says i love god but hate a fellow believer that person is straight up is a liar for we do not love people we can't we for if we don't love people that we can see, how can we love God who we cannot see? And he has given us this commandment. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Now, 
First John, if you uh, now at First John, I'm reading this as New Living Translation Bible. First John, fifth chapter, the faith in the Son of God. Now, everyone who believes that Jesus Christ has become a child of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves His children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey His commandments. A loving God means keeping His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world and achieves this victory through our faith. And it's and it's who can win this battle against the world? For those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus Christ was revealed as the Son of God by his baptism in the water, by the shedding of the blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we actually we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and they all agree, all three agree. Since we believe in the human testimony, surely we can believe Greater testimony that comes from God, and God has testified about His Son. All who believes, all who believes in the Son of God, knows in their hearts that this testimony is true. And those who don't believe is actually calling God a liar, which I ain't trying to do that. Plus, they don't believe that God has testified about His Son. And this is what God has testified: He has given us eternal life. And life in his son. Whoever the son has life, whoever does not have God, have God's son does not have life. So uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, verse 13. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know that we have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask anything that pleases him. And since we know that His that he hears us, when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Verse 16. If you have if you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not that does not lead to death, you should pray, and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death, and I'm not saying you should pray for those that committed all wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one can't touch them. We know that we are the children of God, and the world around us is under control of the evil one. But I've gotten into a little bit of verse, and we should know that God's Son has come, and he's given us an understanding that we know uh, the true God, and now we live in fellowship with the true God because he lives in fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ. And he is the only true God and his eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take takes God's place in your heart. And that's when we start getting into idols. You know, um, that is what God wants for us. He loves us so much that he wants us to just be confident in him. And just have this confident life. And now a little bit, we'll get a little bit on that next week. But tonight I want everybody to focus on how the placement of God's love. In God's love, Christ is our advocate. He is the Holy One. He is the Son of God. And He is the Savior of this world. 
and basically for the purpose. We're knowing that the purposes, if you want to write all this down, the purposes are that we may enjoy, we may have fellowship and joy, that we may not sin, that we may not be deceived, for that we know that we have eternal life. The basic overall theme of First John, as we reiterate, is living a fellowship with God who is light and love. And we have to kind of get into the, you know, as the world, the world has a thousand and one things that they can say, and but we have to understand that God's word has never changed. His life is everlasting. He loves us. He believes that we can do it. He has thoughts of good and not of evil. He loves us so much that that's the reason why he tells us don't do stupid stuff. Or the, and I have to say that in layman's terms. But he also loves us enough to chastise us to get us on the right path. He loves us enough to guard us so that we won't be deceived. He loves us enough that he wants the very best for us because of his love. You know, we have to also under, we have to understand that when we start looking at things um, God's way, our perspective should change, and that kind of ties everything in. To the, and and I think the last part will be next week. Um, we learn how to. Um, we have to understand that all these things that He's telling us in First John is supposed to shape our perspective in life. No longer can we live the way that we've been living because he has a, He does a new thing in our lives every single day. So if we want to have that distinctive life and have that life that we desire and we want our prayer, not only just because we want our prayers answered, but to have a life that when people see us, our light shine brightly and it bears witness to everyone of this person. You know, we have such a way of saying, oh, that person's a good person. Oh, we already know who he is. And I know that's a desire a lot of people for your character to stand up. He teaches how to get our character right. He teaches us so many things. And even in our struggles, we have to realize that he's not going to let us go through temptation that we cannot bear. But if we do get tempted, he makes a, absolutely makes a way for escape. So don't sit there. Don't think that you're a slave to whatever happened. If you've gotten up and you fell down, get up again because we are overcomers. You have, should have a statement that says, I can overcome and put this blank. See, I have to say, I declare and decree that I overcome depression, period. I can overcome the enemy, period. You have to have those statements. I can overcome sickness because this and put the word with it because it's through his love. I can love others as God loves himself. I don't have to be angry. I, you can make your I statements and make that that your declaration because it's the responding to God's love. And when he hears his word going back to him, it's like his own song. It's kind of like when a songwriter hears their song on the radio that they get so much love and admiration because as a, because he can hear his love. He poured his love out on here, and he hears it through the radio and through somebody else. And how artists like appreciate because then they hear next person, next person. And the biggest thing an artist can say, when somebody can sing, their songs better than they can. They like, yes, God is saying to us, sing my song back to me, and I will give you the biggest yes of your life. Sing your, sell those words, read those words back to me every single day, and I'll give you the biggest victory in your life. 
Don't be afraid to use his word. Don't be afraid to use it for yourself, and don't be afraid to use it against the enemy, because when the enemy knows you got that word, trust me, he's going to try you. But you can also say, "Uh uh-uh, I know God's word, because God's word says this in my life, and what you're saying doesn't bear witness to anything that God has. So I hope tonight will show us that as we conclude and go into love and we'll start going into knowledge next week. I hope tonight will give you some encouragement tonight. I hope that everyone who's listening tonight to know that God's loving you right now in the midst of your situation. And I can say to overcome is saying you can put in that I am going to overcome this world through the blood by the testimonies. I will have a testimony that show that I'm an overcomer. That no one, no matter what he has, what the enemy has, and I don't like to give the enemy shout outs, but whatever is else you, it could be a financial situation. I'm going to get over this because I'm an overcomer. I will overcome my finances in the name of Jesus. I will overcome poverty in the name of Jesus. I will overcome her. I will be, I am, and I, I am an overcomer through Christ because everything goes through his strength because he died for our, the love of God made, the love of God made us overcomers. Jesus was, Jesus was the ultimate overcomer. He got he put he put he snapped that devil's neck real good and got the key and he has the keys of life so that we can all overcome and be overcomers in this world. So tonight I'm hoping and I'm just I'm thankful for this lesson tonight. And now I'm gonna open up the line for your testimonies. Um I'm gonna open up the line for your comments, your questions and your feedback. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say my piece and tap back out. Okay. <laughs> I bless God tonight for the, the word overcoming, as John teaches us, as God said, that we're over, be, we, he overcomes the world. So we are to be his example. He said, greater works are we going to do? But we have to know that, as the song said tonight, bless God, that it's not by our might, it's not by our power, but it's by God's power that we're able to overcome. So I'm blessing God that I was able to, be a part of this uh, Bible study tonight and, amen. and hear that word truly. I needed that for in this season and in this journey of my life, amen. And I thank God for just reassuring me that we are all overcomers, and I'm going to keep that in my spirit for this week. I am an overcomer through God and amen. through his, his grace, which is sufficient for me, David. So I bless God for everyone. I thank God for such a word of ministry. Amen. 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 Oh, the line is open again. I, I thank you for your testimony. I mean, your comments. I'm going to say testimony. Y'all know I'm, it's, yeah. like I said, tell y'all. Told you, it's like God is just awesome. All right, I'm going to open up the line for your comments, your questions, and your feedback. I like your teachings every Monday night. They inspire us to go for it. And I thank you very much for this is feedback. Um, I thank you very much for your teachings every Monday night that we can come, get taught the Word of God, but we can learn. And I I thank God for uh, Simple Words Ministry and you, Minister Shauna, for taking the time out every Monday night to teach us. God bless you richly. Thank you so much, Prophet Bob. I mean, it's God's word, and I just, you know, I, 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 God, I've learned, 
I learned through this word too, so I know God is doing a new doing a great work in each and every one of us. So I have to give God all the glory and all the praise. It's not me, but I just thank no. you. Trust me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Any other comments, questions, or feedback? Yeah, I second what Pastor Bob said. Thank you. Amen. 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 God is so awesome, and we should all strive to be overcomers. So, again, my homework tonight is to hope for everyone tonight is to look in your life. Look at the life. I always say look in life's application uh, because I think that um, depending on how we were raised or how we grew up in the church, that we did maybe not look at the life part. We looked at the Bible um, and we believed what God said, but we never looked at it and applied it to our lives, unless it was the big situation. Now, it was the big ones. Oh, yeah, everybody had those. But sometimes overcoming is not it's just as simple as I woke up this morning and I drove down the street and I did not get mad when the person cut me off. That's overcoming. Oh. I'm you, for some people, that's real, real, especially when you're in traffic. Yep. Or you learn how to have patience with people. When the situations don't go your way, you don't have that, oh, you know, you have every right to be upset, but you're learning every day how to get rid of being upset. And you learn out every day, uh, you learn every day how to forgive and how to let things go. And then you look at some people like, how they can let go of so Because <coughs> sometimes I tell y'all, I came from folks that uh, we could hold it's probably still some type of grudge from 1982, 19, or 1972. Somebody did something. They can remember the day and whatever, and the outfit they had on when it happened. And you learn how to let, you have to truly learn how to let stuff go. So I thank God. I, I, I truly thank him. Uh, I, I praise his name. Okay, I'm going to open up the line again for your feedback and your comments. God is awesome. Uh, he is so awesome and spectacular. So tonight and everyone tonight, um, let's just thank God. Let's give him praise. Um, I'm going to open up a line. Are we, do we have any prayer requests tonight? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. I would like prayer for um, my two sons. Um, one of them, Isaiah. He's in um a serious it's a serious situation, a homicide. I've been going through this for three years. Um, been getting criticized for my job threats. I'm in school trying to get my bachelor's degree. I love the Lord. I am a woman of God, so of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Out for me, and it's really okay. well. Amen. Okay. All right, you say your son's name is Isaiah. Okay. Isaiah, yes. Okay. Facing jail time. Yes, we, I've been going to court with this for three years, and it's just back and forth, back and forth. They came in my house without a certain one, a search one. I had to say from here to there, and my son was too scared to tell. I mean, I've been getting stressed out of moved to two different places, and it's just a lot as a parent. I'm a single parent. You know, my son has issues. He lost his father, his father committed suicide at six months, um, when he was six months old, 
and I, my son is all like, he's, I'm, I'm all he got, and I've just been going through so much, and this is like heavy on me. I'm still, you know, I, I don't feel like going back out into the world. I have a um, covenant with the Lord. I love the Lord, but this is really rough. This is this is really rough. He got a public defender. No, I got a lawyer, and you know, thank God that she's saved the Holy Ghost still, but. There's still things that, you know, with so much with the area where I live at, so many gangs and different stuff like that, it's horrible. And in this area, you get bullied so much, you know, and half of these kids, you know, I have fed them, have clothed them and everything, and it's it's just too much. You know, the fighting and stuff in jail where I didn't know whether my son was going to be already not. Even when I went to the visiting one time, they was in there fighting so bad. Um, they had someone chairs, the inmates was fighting. It's like the um, the officers bring them down when they, you know, when they have problems with one another. And for a mother to see her son fighting and this and that, and then other people in there fighting, it's just, it's just horrible. I've been really praying, asking God to really not just touch my son, but all of them, because it, you know, it, it's just a hurtful feeling knowing that you're already in a place where you're locked up, and then y'all in there fighting. He's been in lockup where he's been, I think, one hour out of his cell, 23 hours in for like the last four months. And it's really been bothering me. I've been bothering up that spirit of suicide because I know his father committed suicide, and I don't want that trait to follow my son. And what's your name? Yolanda Cooper. I'm from Yolanda Cooper. I invited her to come on the call. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to pray. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Anyone else? We have a praise. Do we have a, a prayer request? Yeah, Brother Tony, um, he's the one that has those epileptic attacks I told the ministry about. He's going to have an MRI done with a Comcast tomorrow. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay, contrasting that. Yeah, um, Linda's son. And uh, I've seen her post today. I'm very, very good friends with Linda, being that she was my first wife years ago. And uh, uh, her son is going tomorrow for that MRI and that Comcast. And um, and it's a serious thing, I guess, with this Comcast. So uh, yeah. she's a little bit worried and concerned about him, and I request prayer for them, okay? Okay. Well, dude. Anyone else? Hey, amen. Father God, right now. Um God is so awesome tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Right now, Father God, ask the Holy Spirit, fill me up. Be a, I, Father God, empty me so I'm a very, that I'm a vessel that you can use, Father God. Yes. Wash me in your son's precious blood, Father God, and fill me up with the Holy Spirit for the presence that permeates through this line. Father God, I just got to thank you tonight because you're our Abba Father, our El Shaddai, and our Elohim, and I give you praise tonight because there's no one, no one like you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're so worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You're so worthy, you're so worthy to the worthy, so worthy to be praised. Father God, right now, I lift up our, uh, first first and foremost, Father God, I lift up our, uh, I lift up our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. 
I lift up our apostle Desiree. I lift up Pastor Marie Chan. I lift up the, uh, the ministers and others that are part of Simple Words Ministry right now, Father God. You see and you know what they're needing in their lives, Father God. And I ask you to grant the peace, the joy, the happiness, the desires of their hearts with the fruit of the Spirit, that they grow in them more and more each and every day. And that through that fruit, you have given them the discernment, power, love, that shall be no more hurts, there shall be no more pains, that they shall know how that they will know, feel your love and they will be healed in areas of their life that never thought they would ever be healed of in Jesus' name. And right now, Father God, I lift up, Father God, I, I lift up Isaiah and I lift up his mother up to you, Father God. Lord. Father God, we come before you in the courts of heaven, Father God. We come to you at your, before your throne, your humble, humbly, humbly, but boldly before your throne, Father God. Father God, I ask you to be with Isaiah as you was with Joseph in, in his in his moments of being in jail. As we, because I know what you did for Joshua that you can do for him, Father God. Father God, you know the situation with his mother, Father God. I ask you to give her strength, Father God. Father God, give him strength, Father God. Father God, I ask you to allow the Holy Spirit work within the work with the lawyers that she has, Father God, and that Jesus and the Holy Spirit that can be their advocate, Father God, and it's. But be their advocate in the spirit realm, Father God, as their lawyers fight with them in court in the earth realm, Father God. Father God, I ask your will to be done in their lives, Father God, that when he comes out, Father God, he will have a new experience with you, Father God. Father God, we bind up that spirit of death and suicide that coming against that family. We rebuke it. We send it straight to the bit of hell right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bind up every demonic isolation off of him right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to give him a peace of mind. So I plead the blood. I plead the blood over his mind right now. Every part of his brain, every part of his body, every part of his being right now. Father God, I ask you to put angels in the cell with him, Father God. They on his left and his right and his side. Father God, that he when he walks through that when he walks through that floor, Father God, people will fall back and say, I don't know what he I don't know. He don't need that that prison protection, but he got godly protection. Father God, you know you was with Joseph. You shall be with him, Father God. And that's that mother's prayer, Father God, that you are with him and that you, even in his hours of uh, solitude, Father God, that you got the Holy Spirit downloading in him. You know what? This ain't the way. This is not the way that is promised to you. You don't need this type of life in your life. But there is a new life, so when these doors open up, you shall have a newness of life. You shall have what God has had for us. That God, God has good for you and not of evil. He has things. You don't have to live in a way because the way of the man will always, there are some things that will lead to death, and today is not your death day, but it's your birthday. You have chosen to have a live a life and a life more abundantly. Lord, let him be downloaded. And, Father God, I lift up his mother up to you, Father God. May she have a sweet sleep tonight. May she not worry that she can give her cares to you. And when she start crying, you will hear that you will answer every tear that is going through her mind, Father God. That when she needs representation, that the that illegal search and seizure, that can be every evidence that they got from that will be thrown out now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we asking for a newness of life for both of them, Father God. If they both need to be removed to the area, Father God, give them new jobs. Father God, mm. 
<laughs> Father God, don't let this be a felony on his record, Father God, because if he has a felony, he can't get a job. He will still be in poverty, Father God. We break the cycle of imprisonment now in the name of Jesus and send it straight to the pit of hell. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now. We praise your name right now. Oh, we thank you for a newness of life, Father God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shine your light on him father god right now i'm asking you because you said in your word you will heal our soul wounds show us our wounds we showing you we standing in the gap we ask you today bind up every soul wound where it's in where he is at father god bind him up father god and i ask you to allow to release your son doing his power every soul wound that had we plead the blood over every wound every mental wound every physical wound every single wound that he has being in prison and in this family, Father God. And we ask you to release the doing power, Father God, on each and every wound. And that the, your God and your son's healing shall come and it shall flood them and overtake them with healing to the point that they might be even glowing, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, by his, your son's stripes, he is healed, Father God. Yes. He is healed, Father God. Oh, I thank you right now. Oh, I praise your name with the newness of life, Father God. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He shall be free. Oh, we declare and decree it, Father God. Oh, and I lift up uh, Brother Tony up to you, Father God. You see and you know, Father God, what he's got to go through tomorrow. Oh, God, give him the patience to be still in that MRI machine, Father God. Father God, let me he not have an allergic reaction, Father God. But if you want to go ahead and heal him, Touch him right now, Father God. Touch him right now, Father God. Remove the blood clots or anything that is coming against that's showing the contrast, Father God. Open up vessels if you need to open them. Open up and close the ones you need to close in the name of Jesus. Remove the plaque if you got to, Father God. Oh, Father God, it is seismic activity. You know how to reroute the brain and reroute it because you made the brain, Father God. And we come to you to put his DNA in perspective, Father God. And back in order, as you first ordained it, we command the spirit of disorder to leave and never return to go straight to the pit of hell right now. So, God, I thank you. Oh, I bless you, because say I thank you for the healing tonight. Sure. I thank you for the newness of life, Father God. I thank you for Father God. I thank you for not only when they release them, when they hit, both of them will say, I know it was nobody but God, and they'll have his love. They have his power, and they'll have his soundness right now. And I pray this prayer yes, in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ooh, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Praise God. Just give him praise, you know. And hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We don't, you know, I don't know your situation, man, but I can tell you that God, he, does. he knows everything. He can go way back. He can pull he can make witnesses pop up out of nowhere. He can make evidence disappear. Because you know what? Just keep in mind. Just hold. Just, yes, God. My God. Hallelujah. He's free. He is set free. He is healed. He is delivered. It may take a minute, so be patient. Yes. 
Okay. Be patient. Be patient yes. because God may have a lesson that he got to teach you. You have to yes. understand you just got to be patient in certain things. Yes. I don't even know, but I just feel in my heart to tell you be patient. Yes. Be patient in all things, knowing that God has already heard your request and that yes. you came knowing and believing that he shall, he shall whatever's going to happen is going to be a good result, not a bad. Amen. And sometimes we can easily, including myself, um, we can jump to say, okay, I know what it looks like uh, yes. because we know what it looks like. And they, even if they say he's the aggressor, then you already know that looks like an additional time and additional things and additional this and that. But yes. look, if God could get Peter out of jail, is it Peter yes. the one that when he woke up, he was out of jail trying to figure out what happened? Don't think that God can't do the same thing. Man, I Joseph, Joseph was sitting in there in the prison waiting to be let go, and everybody knew that the Lord was with him. Amen. You know, just keep praying. Just keep standing. Keep praying and saying, God, in your course of your heaven, I'm co- keep standing in the gap for your son, because trust yes. me, if I can yes. give you a testimony. I agree. You know what? Keep standing in the gap for him, because as you keep standing for him, you yeah. don't know what your prayers can do. Take authority as a mother. How old is he? He's only twenty. They had maybe since he was um, he had he was six. I think sixteen, and it's happened. And I've been going through this for like three years. I'm June to be four. Take take authority as a mother, and pray like you've never prayed before. Yeah, Yolanda. Uh, may yeah. I say something? Yes, go ahead, Pop. Okay. On Wednesday morning at 7.14 a.m., we stand in the gap for each other. We stand in the gap for our loved ones. We stand in the gap and pray around the world for our president and and so on. Um, I highly recommend you, if you're not working, 7.14 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, and come on to prayer call, and you okay. can intercede for your son. Okay. And we have, oh, I don't know, 50, 100 people on the prayer call that intercede and pray for each other. And okay. so with that, you have others in this ministry that will back you in okay. your prayer, and they are intercessory prayer warriors who will intercede around the clock for you and your son, okay? Yes, thank you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, uh, Minister Shauna. Thank you, Minister. Thank you, Pastor Bob. May God have please, well, you know, we've had an awesome night, and uh, Yolanda, may God have, God's guys peace, God's hands on your son and on you. Amen. <laughs> he is not, you keep praying, He would, your son would not be as tempted, and if he made a, Trust me, he will make a way to escape for your son. So yes. just keep that because, but like I said, be patient. Be patient. Yes. I'll so. Amen. Praise God. Praise so. God. Good night, everyone. Good evening. Minister uh, LaShawna, let me cover you, woman of God. Okay. Father God, I praise you and I magnify your name. Truly, O God, there is none like you, none before you. 
from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same sun, your name is to be praised. Father God, I ask you to wash me, cleanse me from all my sin, known, unknown, vetoes, or actions. And Father God, I thank you and I receive your forgiveness in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Mighty God, I place your daughter, Minister LaShawn, and daughter before you tonight. Mm-hmm. Father God, as she pray, oh God, as she intercedes, mighty God, for this young man, as she intercedes for others, oh God, I cover her from every battle, lashing and retaliating spirit. Mighty God, as she bring forth his word tonight, mighty God, I want to thank you, God. I ask, oh mighty God, that you fill her up fresh, oh God. Father God, I thank you for anointing, almighty God, for the corner of her head and the soul of her feet. Almighty God, no weapon of this form against her will prosper. God, I thank you, God, that everything that she poured out, oh God, that you poured back into her, oh God. Father God, I thank you for keeping her. I thank you for strengthening her mind. I thank you for strengthening her entire body. Father God, as she lay to, tonight to sleep, oh God, I thank you that your angel will minister to her, oh God, and she'll have a blessed, wonderful sleep, mighty God. Father God, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you for her faithfulness, mighty God, as she come every Monday night, mighty God, and poor house. I ask, oh God, that you'll continue to download your literature and knowledge into your daughter. Father God, I bless each and every one that came tonight to listen to the word. And Father God, I thank you, God, that they have ears to hear what you're saying. Father God, I ask, oh God, that you bless um, Prophet Bob, continue to keep him. Mighty God and Prophetess Gina, I thank you, Mighty God, for the prayers that we may go forth. After in agreement with the prayers of Prophet Bob, we pray. After in, in agreement with the prayers of Pastor Marie, we pray. After in, in agreement with the prayers that Apostle Israel will pray. After in, prayer, after in agreement with each and every prayer of this righteous. Because, Mighty God, you said a prayer for righteous man and very much. So, Father God, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we bless your name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Monica. I'm mm-hmm. very blessed for your praise. Thank you again. So, tonight, everyone, join You're us. Welcome, sis. Proper... Join us again mm-hmm. at 714. 614 Central Standard Time for Standing the Gap on Wednesday. So as we close, Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Ooh. So as we go forth, Father God, may the word be sealed on our hearts tonight. And God, I just thank you. And I ble- and as as we go forth, we pronounce a blessing. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord shine His face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His ca- mm-hmm. uh, face towards you and give you peace. Yes. Sleep with God's angels, everyone, and good night. Mm. Good night. Somebody's already sleeping. Ah, I know. Oh, Sister Monica, okay. how are yes. that cough going? That. Mm. The cough? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm still coughing. I'm still coughing, but you know what? God is good. I know I'm here. The manifestation will come in the natural. I know I'm here. Praise mm. God. One. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, seeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do as you repent. I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, right now, I ask you right now is to touch Sister Monica's throat and whatever that is tickling her and killing her cough, Father God. 
Father, yes, God, I ask you to calm the nerves in her uh, in her esophagus right now in yes, the name Lord. of Jesus. Jesus. And Father God, if there's anything that is clear liquid, Father God, we ask you to anything we we mm. we plead the blood over her sinus cavity right now yes. in the name of Jesus. We mm. plead the blood over her ears right now and her yes, her in mm. the and the cavities and the and the vent and the. Oh, right behind the ears, Father God. We yes, plead that blood right now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, we ask you to lie, we ask you to dissolve mm. every single pestilence in her body right now, Father Thank God, you, in the name of Jesus. Yes. And Father God, we yes. see calmness to the reticulum, yes. Father God. We keep calmness to our esophagus, Father God. And whatever that needs to come out shall come out now in the name yes, of Jesus. Jesus. We yes, cast you out yes. every traumatic thing body trauma that's on her throat right now. Anything. Father God, anything that anything, anything mm. Anything that's attacking her body in the spirit realm. We come against this right now. We cut it off right now in the name of Jesus. We cut every falseness come whatever is coming against her. This is not of you, God. This is a false thing. We cut it off yes, now Lord. in the name of Jesus. We send it straight to the pit of hell. And, yes. Father God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, for her healing. Thank you. Whatever's yes, going to happen, we thank you right Hallelujah. now thank in you, the Jesus. name of Jesus. Amen. I pray this prayer in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. I agree. Amen. I receive you. We receive your prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. All right, now I see everybody else leave. Let's go. I, I have, I guess, a good night, everyone. And again, may God be gracious to us and mm-hmm. His face towards upon, and we have uh, His face toward upon us and give us peace. Have a great night, everybody. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Mm-hmm. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.